0: I'm Harmony Williams, and this is Life Changing Trips. Sometimes it's hard to see the freedom and the beauty that lives behind the weight of everything we carry, but I believe that life is so amazing, and I can't waste another moment I'm so excited to be here with you for another transformational conversation about experiences and the latest research on plant medicine, meditation, breath work, and other unconventional modalities and how they are being used for mental health and expansion. I hope by listening that you will find ways to integrate your peak experiences and epiphanies to open up new levels of possibilities, ingenuity and fulfillment in business and deeper authentic connection and passion in your relationships and a feeling of purpose of living fully alive. All content is for informational, entertainment, educational, and harm reduction purposes only. Life-changing trips in Harmony Williams and their affiliates and guests are not doctors or mental health professionals or legal advisors. Any information shared is not meant to treat, diagnose, or claim cures for any physical conditions or mental illness. Psychedelics and sacred plant medicines are not for everyone, even when done legally. There are serious contraindications with various health conditions and pharmaceutical medications. Please do your own research and take action to be informed. Remember that you are 100% responsible for your actions and subsequent consequences. The views of the guests are not the views and opinions of life-changing trips. Well, hello, you came. I have another microdose episode for you here today. This is from part of an interview with Amy Anderson, where she asks some basic questions about microdosing, and I answer them and tell a couple stories. So it's super short, But if you're just looking for things on microdosing, I'm hoping that these little episodes will help. And if you have any experiences or if you wanna tell us how you use microdosing, then DM me and I would love to record that and get it up here so it can help other people. This last week, we had a Southern Utah meetup And with the Divine Assembly, Steve Urquhart was there and talked to us a little bit about legalities and how they run their group up north. And it was really fun to get together with people down here. If you would like to hear about future gatherings or about the coaching, integration, or microdosing groups we are going to be doing in the fall, then subscribe to our mailing list and get in our Life Changing Trips Facebook group. Remember to listen to our legal disclaimer and enjoy this episode. So the microdosing, she also did to help her keep that up. Yes. Talk to me about that. What What is microdosing? You've mentioned so, that a couple of times, but I don't, is that just this stuff? But it's so just like tiny little dots or what? <laughs> yes. So, so, I mean, I call it mm. Caffeine for your soul because it's about as serious as caffeine. So, yeah. So I would think of it that if you, you would feel it. So it's one tenth approximately, and every person is different. And so the researchers are like, try this and then decide what works for your body. So the, the first person, um, now his name is, is slipping me, but, um, Fadiman, he is kind of the expert on, on this because when they stopped, when he stopped legally being able to research this for the last 20 years, it's more than that, but, um, 40, 60, anyway, long time. He started, um, he just said, just write me with your microdosing experiences So over like a 10 year period, he got like 10,000 people writing him and he's like, yeah, just try this much, like once every three days and then feel how your body is. And then tell me how much you end up using it based on what your body says you need. Most people instead of every once every three days ended up choosing to use it once a week. And it is about one tenth of a large dose. So imagine taking 10 times the amount of caffeine you normally take. Do you think you'd feel a little bit funny? A little bit, yeah, different, right? And so yeah. the difference between a large dose and a microdose is subperceptual, meaning you don't feel it, you don't know. So the first time I took this tiny little capsule, and I went about my day, I actually kind of forgot that I took it, and I was just doing work and kids and laundry and whatever. And it got to be the evening time, and I was like, loading the dishes. And I just had this smile on my face. And I was like, I, am, I have dishes and running water and this beautiful home and a husband that loves me and he's working every day so that I can be here. And there's my kid and he's throwing a tantrum and he's just living life. Like he's experiencing this life to the fullest and he's beautiful. And I'm so like what happened today that was so good that like just remembering it, this is why I love talking about it because I'm crying. Like yeah, I can feel that like again. You are you are radiating talking about it, <laughs> and it's like you have the most inner peace. Oh. You can just see it on your face and in talking you like oh. I mean, it's it's very yeah, it's very moving because I think I made you cry you too. So that's <laughs> awesome. Um, but it just yeah, so. So that's what I'm saying about kind of remembering it. You can tap into that feeling. And this was a a dose that the whole day I didn't even remember. I took it. I wasn't feeling weird. I wasn't seeing things, whatever. I was just like, so I was trying to think back, like what made today so great? You know, did somebody bring me flowers? Did I, you know, I didn't, nothing happened that was that great. I didn't talk with any girlfriends and have this great, whatever lunch or anything, nothing happened. Why would, what made, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, oh yeah, I took that tiny little capsule this morning. I bet that has something to do with it, but it wasn't fake. It was like things that I logically, I want to be grateful every day that I have toilet paper and that I have running water. And (laughs) then, you know what I mean? Like, and even logically you can be like, yeah, there's so many other people that have less than me. Look at the people in Africa. And if you're not feeling it and you're depressed and your chemicals or, you know, like he talks about in Daniel, um, Amen. I don't know if I'm if it's Amen or Amen. Anyway, I think it's Amen. In okay. his book, if your dopamine center, your frontal lobe is off or you're, you know, he's talking about the different parts of your brain. And if they're under-functioning or over-functioning, then- It makes you feel a certain way. It's so crazy, right? You're feeling low and depressed, or you're feeling hyperactive and manic, whatever this is. And then you can take certain things that make it different. So they know it has a little something to do because it attaches to those serotonin receptors. So it's like a little bit of fake serotonin, but I can't explain why you feel this deep, almost spiritual knowing and joy inside. It's not logical, right? But yeah. you know, you look outside and there's another gal. If people are interested in microdosing, should have written down her name because I know I let Wadman. And she has, it's kind of like a TEDx talk called A Really Great Day. And she has a book that documents her microdosing experiment. And she talks about every single day. And she was a former like, I wanna say attorney for drugs and alcohol, right? Like prosecuting. Something like that. Like something very opposite of what this was. And she was (laughs) had two daughters and was single and was so depressed. She's like. I don't know what else to do. Cause I'm probably not going to be here for my kids because I'm so suicidal. And she's like, I know this is illegal, but I have no other options. Nothing else is working. And she talks about the first time she's took it and she's working and she looks out at the tree and her heart is just filled with beauty of how beautiful that tree is. Yeah. she's just like I haven't seen beauty in nature in a long time. Like this is something different, you know? And yeah. so she documents that and it's, she's really great resource for it. So, so microdosing, I also think of about the seriousness. So I'm very particular about how often I take caffeine, how often I take ibuprofen. I like, and, and even yes. how often I would microdose, I don't really do that that often, you know, it's not something that I'm flippant with very intentional about it. So caffeine, I don't want my tolerance to be so high that I just have to keep having more. I need to have my, so I do less than hundred milligrams twice a week of caffeine. And, and like this said, so what James Fadiman found in the stories is that most people used it less than what he told them to do. So as far as addictiveness and how much, and also as far as like how hard it is on your body, like they're doing more studies on microdosing. There's some going on right now if people want to look into them. But from what I've heard, do your own research. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I am not a psychiatrist. None of these things. This is just my own experiences and experiences of others that I've heard. And it's like, you could do this every single day with less side effects than caffeine on, on your body. Like it is so crazy. It's like taking it's a food, right? I I'm more worried about what chemicals are in my foods than I am (laughs) about that. But so as far as addictiveness, they really, and, and so uh, there's chemically addictive. Cannabis is not chemically addictive, but people it's, people use it to numb and therefore form a habit around it. And they kind of use it as a crutch still. Right. And that's better than suicide for me. Like I'd rather have my loved one using cannabis and sitting on the couch laughing at a TV show or whatever they do, you know, uh, hopefully not driving on it. Right. That like then killing themselves, but I'd really much rather get my loved one help so that they can work through those underlying issues that they have to numb, use alcohol, use shopping, Mm -hmm. use numbing by watching TV or Facebook. I'd rather get them the underlying help. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing about this is that what he found in these First ten thousand people that sent him microdosing stories. So this isn't a study; it's just stories. What he found predominantly is people said that they felt like getting outside and moving more. They felt like doing yoga and going on hikes. They Embracing felt like life. Embracing eating- life. Yeah. yeah, eating healthier. Yeah. They felt, I mean, of course, happier was one of the things and the, the, he has a really great 30 minute YouTube video that goes, he spoke at a symposium and it goes over a lot of those things, but it's nobody knows about, not nobody, but people don't know about this. Right. And, and the more we know, and then when it comes to be voted on in our state, we can be informed about this and we can know what the consequences are and how serious it is. So um does that answer most of your questions on microdosing or is there still a little bit Yes. No, I think that that definitely does, because I wasn't aware, but that's not none of these things. I just want to like make this kind of clear, but none of these things are legal. Like you, I mean, if, right. if somebody's so- like so listening to this right now and they're like, oh my, okay, so I I need I need to figure this out. I need to do my research and figure out this out. But what do they, what do they do? Where do they, how do they go about this? is why I'm spreading awareness because Mm -hmm. most Mm -hmm. places it's not legal. Um, You know, people go to Peru because you can legally do ayahuasca. Costa Rica has some things that people go there for. And Canada has, it's, you have to look into the rules in Canada, but I, I guided someone on a hike from Canada here in our gorgeous red rocks. And we were talking about this and they're like, oh yeah, I have my microdosing pills with me. I, and then she, ah, I wonder if I should have brought those on the plane. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have brought those on the plane. I didn't think about it. They're just my, I was prescribed them by a doctor. I have my microdosing pills, you know, from Canada. Right. I was like, Oh, that's amazing. Like, that's so cool that you have access to that. And she's like, Oh yeah, they're way better than my antidepressants were, you know, I love it and was telling me about it. And they were from where? So that was, she was from Canada. From I don't know Canada. what part of Canada, Canada. Yeah. That's all a well, mystery. That's okay to me. <laughs> Yeah. No, <laughs> and then okay. Oregon legalized this a couple years ago and they're rolling out. So they, it it's for that you have to go, what do they call it to like a mental health facility kind of thing? More like we're doing ketamine now. So ketamine is legal. It's being used off label and you'll go in and you'll get a ketamine dose and they'll kind of sit with you there. And some people offer counseling and therapy after some people have like they they're it's, being experimented with. Basically people are doing all kinds of different things and that's having a lot of great results. Thanks so much for subscribing and leaving a review. Come join our amazing free community, life-changing trips. There's a link in the description.